Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Two Jack Bros. And if you're first time, welcome to you too. Thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than V Naeem Ali. What's up? It's good, Sid. <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a very enthusiastic what's up. We didn't get that when you first came to the house. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Cameras so. make me come to life. All right. All right, welcome to our house. <laughs> Very beautiful home here. Yeah. So, um, Naeem, do you know what we do here on this podcast? You have any idea? Uh, kind of, but I didn't. I mean, no. Okay. Let's okay. just say no, so I can get the full. Yeah. So basically, the 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 premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have this any kind of sense of humor, but also reach enlightenment, right? Ooh, Specifically, like yes. a dark sense of humor, but you can reach enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what we do is we take our guest, who is you today through the process of enlightenment so that we, Ansley, myself, and uh, the listening audience can laugh our way to our higher consciousness without actually having to go through the work you're going through. Okay, that's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's so you're like a conduit. You ever been a conduit? I've never, you know what, I have been a conduit. Sick. <laughs> I have. <laughs> this man's got conduit cred. Speaking yeah. of cred, I also have to mention uh, Naeem Ali has a podcast called Durag and the Deer Tag mm-hmm. with Drew Montana, who was also a guest yeah. on Two Jack Bros. Check out the podcast. They also have a Patreon. Check that out. Give them a dollar. How much, is your, pa- how much is your Patreon? Yeah, it's like tears. It's like a dollar, three, and then five. Okay. For five for five dollars, we'll actually like come to your house and like sit with you and talk to you, or go on a nice date with you. Maybe yeah. not not me and Drew. Rob what do I got to pay you for that to not happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might run yeah, you some. Is, that, is there a six dollar tier where it was like, All right, no, please don't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do rag and the deer tag. Check them out. Of course, we also have a Patreon. We'll more on that later. Mm-hmm. All right, Naeem. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Was good. Yeah. So uh we're gonna we're gonna just hop into this podcast. Ansley, mm-hmm. get it started. So Naeem. Oh wait, real quick. Everybody gets the, all the same questions, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. So yeah. Naeem, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? The most information? Well, let's just get let's just get raw and dirty. Cause I've been learning a lot of a lot of information lately, right? I've been getting hit. <laughs> I don't know. I've been getting yeah. hit yeah. with info. Yeah. With heavy, heavy info. And you know what happened to me the other day? I'm out taking a dog for a walk, right? With my kid, my beautiful boy. And a dog starts barking in the distance. And I'm like, all right, you know what, whatever. And usually I let my son take the dog by itself. But I'm just accompanying him this time. Just, you know what, let's just go with him and just go for a walk and have a dad and son time. And... A loose, huge, like bull mastiff comes running towards us. What? Running like straight beeline. So I get in front of, I get between, you know, the dog and my son. I'm like, look, pick the puppy up, go across the street, pick Rocky up, go over there. And I grab this dog and I'm like, let's take him back. And that seems like a, a minor thing, right? Mm-hmm. But that taught me the information I learned right there was that, yo, you could always learn a new fear. Like, there are fears that exist that yeah. you didn't know of. Like, I never thought of my son taking the dog for a walk and getting attacked. Oh, yeah, I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. I ne- it never even crossed my mind. So this was like, yo, there's things that you should be scared of yeah. that you don't even know that you should be scared of because that you just never thought about it. Yeah. New fears, dog. <laughs> Unknown unknowns, bro. 
That I mean, I, there it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there it is. I mean, usually I ask people to button up, like, what, like how would you, how would you surmise that? But I think you surmised it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, <laughs> pretty well. Yeah. It's perfect. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse. No. <laughs> there are new fears out there, people. Yo, new fears, <laughs> and they You're can happen to you. Yeah, yeah, this is his language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yes. How yeah. often do you think about new fears? All no, the yeah. fucking. Time. You think about new fears? Yeah. I Dude, never think about new I'm fears. Constantly. That's that's what keeps me creative. Right. Okay. I'm constantly thinking of what could possibly be a new thing. Yeah, to you seem like a prepper. You do seem yeah. like a prepper. Well, I'm a mental prepper. That's what I mean. <laughs> you seem like a mental and physical prepper. Yeah, Like yeah, maybe yeah. not so much buying a bunch of stuff, storing it in your basement for the end of the world. I'm a physiological prepper. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I prepare myself mentally. I prepare myself physically. And then I'm like, I hope we got enough <laughs> canned food, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're just like, I will take your canned food if it comes down to it. If it comes down to it, we got it. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, we getting that canned food. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. So, um, Naeem, now we're going to go through the process of opening up your chakras from the bottom chakra up. Okay. All right. Where's the bottom one? Like near my nuts? Yeah. It's located right in your asshole. Um, well, not right in your Jesus. asshole, but it's like, look, okay, yeah, that was, like, <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> right. was very aggressive. It's your butt, but it's your butt. You're going to open up my asshole chakra? <laughs> oh, yeah, your butt, it's your butthole chakra. Jesus. It is your butthole chakra. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we cleaned up the language a little bit, but it's still the same location. <laughs> yeah, right. The same place. <laughs> yeah, I can't help that. <laughs> yeah, but I did say it aggressively. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Naeem, how did you learn to overcome fear? Oh, that's... Mm, by just being thrown into situations where, like, I didn't have a choice. So, like, with me, it was, like, boxing and football. I was scared to box. I was scared to play football. You know, you're, like, six, seven years old. You don't want to get hit. You don't want to hit anybody. You don't want to do any of these things. Mm-hmm. But then, like, your dad is just like, yo, no, you have to. Wait, wait, wait. You can't not do this. You, you have a, to do this. You had a dad? Yes, I did. I had what? a dad. For a short period of time, I had a dad. <laughs> For a very short period. From the from birth to maybe eight years old, I had a dad. Oh, that's sick. Hell yeah. Then that's he went sick. to prison. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're 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 but he 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 helped you uh start a life path that involved you overcoming fear on your own. Right. Thrusting you into situations where you had to fucking figure it out. You gotta figure it out. You yeah. can't leave. You can't you can't get out the ring. What you gonna do? Yeah. You listen, you wanna sit in there and cry while he punches you, go in and do it. Quick question. Mm-hmm. When your dad went to jail where you're like, fuck, I can quit boxing now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> like a small part of you. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, of course. I thought that, but yeah. my mom just didn't let me also. It was kind of like, you had nah, we both? Got, I had both of them. <laughs> what? I had both parents for like eight years in the same house. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty sick, man. Yeah, it's pretty sick. So, uh, can you remember a situation when you were, and then this else maybe maybe it does involve boxing, but a situation when you were the most scared? Oh, for sure. The most scared was when I got robbed. I've been robbed twice. Uh, I've been robbed personally twice, and then I've been robbed like as a group maybe three times. Okay. <laughs> like at work, where somebody comes up and robs uh. my job, and I'm just there. <laughs> and then also yeah. me just personally getting robbed in the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where do you work that gets robbed? Well, no, no. This was when I was a teenager uh, working at Rita's Water Ice. It gotcha. got it got robbed three times three in times. one summer. Yep. Really? And one yeah, well, summer. It's, 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 summers are short. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bermuda is only a summer affair. That's true. Yeah. You know like you're saying there's a lot of cash? Yeah. They, oh, yeah. Oh, tons is all cash. cash. Yeah. Readers. When I worked, yeah. they didn't even take debit. This was oh, in wow. like yeah. 2002 or three or something. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even take debit yet. Okay. Yeah. It was all cash. Yeah. It's like, it's all right. And he's like, yeah, I would have robbed it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, here's cash. Yeah, okay, I would have robbed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, for those of us who have never been robbed before, mm-hmm. take us through that and where the fears come about. Mm, all so right. you're just walking down the street, minding walking your own business. That, that's what's happening? Yep. Yeah. I was leaving a class trip. We had took a class trip to New York when I was 16 years old. And you're was it your to- first time ever going to New York? No, I'm just trying. That's my first time getting robbed. Okay, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to like get a sense of the glee that you had. Oh, I was hyped. I was hyped up. Yeah, because it was one of those trips where like they like where they like take you shopping and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like my mom gave me some money. I had some money from my job. I go up there. I bought some. This is everybody was wearing like Rockaway and State property. I bought a bunch of Rockaway and State. I'm walking back with bags. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm talking bags, heavy bags, just walking, minding my business. And we lived in Mount Airy. So I'm walking up, uh, what's this, like Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Very dark. Huge houses, no lights, bunch of trees. And this this guy standing at the tree, he looked like he was peeing. Like I thought he was peeing at the tree. Mm-hmm. And then like right when I went to walk like past his back, he turned around and put the gun right in my chest. And I was like, oh, yeah, scary as hell. Yeah. Was he a, much, was he a bigger guy? Was he like an adult? A tiny man-ish? guy. A tiny guy. That's even scarier. <laughs> Yeah, because he needed the gun. He needed the gun. He, he would have used the gun. Yes. Yeah. And it was cocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all he had to do was that, and I was gone. That is definitely a terrifying thing if you're going to be robbed by a person with a gun. It's the same thing like dealing with a cop. Yeah. Like if, a, if the cop needs is going to definitely need their gun to yeah. deal with you if the situation escalated, be chill. Yeah, you got to relax. Yeah. You have to chill out. Because like, like, just imagine walking around as a human that would need a gun. Right. <laughs> Do you know what like I mean? what? Or that yeah. or that would just you're just gonna use it on a stranger? That's crazy. Yeah. So first time being robbed, was this a new fear for you or did you already have that fear? Well, I had the fear of being shot since I was ten years old. That was always a fear that I was gonna get shot. Mm-hmm. I always was scared that yo, I just don't wanna get shot. Please don't let me get shot. I don't wanna be shot. Yeah. But because I had I had a sidebar. I had a nightmare when I was ten years old. I was on Germantown Ave and a guy shot me in the stomach and I felt, you ever had a dream where you feel it? Mm-hmm. It was one of those dreams where I felt that, like I felt yeah. the bullet hit me. I felt blood like coming out of my stomach. Yeah. And so from 10, that was always a fear. And then when I got robbed, that was maybe three weeks after, yeah, that was probably like three or four weeks after my older brother got killed. He got oh, robbed. Wow. and Well, his friend was getting robbed. He went out there and started fighting the guy and the guy ended up shooting and killing him. Okay. So this was all like, just it was all happening like at the same time kind of so it was like you know it just compounded the fear because like oh shit i could die on this dark block there's nobody outside there's no lights yeah i could just die alone if he chooses to kill me right here so that yeah. was the yeah that's gotta be crazy after that like having something like that happen to your brother and then hell yeah. yeah hell yeah the craziest yeah. thing wow. it, it, it almost makes you want to be like listen dog I don't know if you know this by looking at me, but I want this to go as good as possible. <laughs> right, yes. Just for tell me what you want. I just want to be what? alive. Right, yes. What did yeah. the robber, what did he say? He said, uh, I had a phone in my hand. I had a, a Nextel, an I-95. It was the first color screen Nextel. <laughs> and I had it in my hand, and he said, drop the phone. <laughs> now, 
He's gonna crawl oh, the screen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is, and I threw that phone down so hard because I I was scared, but a part of me was also angry. Yeah, yeah. because like I said, what had just happened to my brother, and then it was this. It's like, are you like like? Yes. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Threw it down so hard. Then he's like, "Yo, empty your pockets. Like, take everything out your pocket." So I start taking stuff out. Every time I put my hands up, he told me, "Put my put your fucking hands down. Put my hands back down." Yeah. He's like, take everything out your pocket. Take everything out. So he's like, "Now I had one hundred and forty dollars in my pocket." He's like, "I'm gonna t-, he's like, I'm gonna touch your pocket. If there's anything in there, I'm gonna fucking shoot you." He's like, "I told you to take everything out." I said, "All right." I, I took everything out. He went through my pocket. I lied. I only took forty dollars out and dropped it. So I said, "Well, wait." I got more. So then I yeah. peeled off the rest and dropped it on the ground. And then he was like, I'm going to touch your pocket. If there's anything in there, I'm going to fucking shoot you. I said, all right. But cool. why? I don't know. Yeah, what do you got to shoot, shoot me for? Me for that? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know a dumb I mean? reason. That's creating more hassle than that was potentially in my pocket. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Now you're now you, you going from robbery to homicide. Like, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. All right. This is why you're in this line of life. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is your lane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But okay, Man. keep going. So you, and what, so he, he robs you. Mm-hmm. Now, there's the fear, I mean, because I, I would imagine it doesn't go away. I mean, because now you're vulnerable. Yeah. You know? Well, now yeah. he's got to carry all these bags and his gun. Is he, they're like, yeah. Is it awkward he didn't at all? take your bags? No, he let me keep oh. the bags. He just oh. took the. He just took my, my money and my phone. He took my money, my phone, and my wallet. Your cracked screen yeah. phone. Yep. <laughs> a cracked screen. You were like, you're, the clothes would have been too baggy on him? <laughs> oh, for sure. He was tiny. Yes, he was a tiny guy. And this was the baggy era, so maybe yes, not. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you were already rocking a baggy look. I was, yeah. So it would have been baggy for you. Yeah, true. Which is too baggy. That's way too yeah, baggy. Yeah, he'd have been yeah, swimming yeah, in those like, clothes. Nah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Can't rob people in those clothes. All right. Well, that's a fear chakra man, unlocked. Yeah. Appreciate you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, man, it's wild. Might come up more. But yeah. we'll keep it moving. Yeah. Anthony, yeah. keep it moving. So this next one is your pelvis chakra. Okay. Um, is a segment we like to call my bad. So it's a chance for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. What's going on? We just got done doing Naeem's Patreon episode, and it was so fucking fun. Naeem, did you have a good time doing the Patreon? I had a great time. Yeah. This might be the, the this might be the most fun I ever had on a podcast, like ever. This was fun. Awesome. Hell yeah. And he didn't even tell you about his tarot card. A tarot card. It's mm-hmm. a tarot card reading, but Ansley's just learning, so he called it a tarot card reading. We do that. Every guest gets one of those. So $1 gets you all of our exclusive content. You'll get not only the counter to the episode that you're watching now, which is Two Jack Bros After Dark, where we enlighten our guest Shadow Self, which we just got done doing in Naeem Ali. Mm-hmm. And you also get our fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches. We have to do that very soon. Yes, like we have we We're getting a little backed up on those, yes. but we do them. <laughs> Soon. Yeah. And also some comedy stuff, some stand up comedy stuff that we also put up there. Um, One dollar gets you all of our exclusive content. Now we're going to get back to this episode and find out who Naeem has to apologize to. Wow. Ooh. Anybody I want to apologize to? Any, any person, anything? place, or thing? Any noun? Wow. Any noun? Yeah. All right. Mm, let me apologize to I want to apologize to every woman I've been in a relationship with I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I'm very immature and selfish I apologize I'm sorry yeah that sucks that I'm like that do you let what do you what do you take out on them that you feel like you shouldn't take out on them it's not so much taking out it's more neglect 
Uh, it's more like I'd rather go over here and do this than go on a date. Or I'd rather go over here and, I don't know, just be by myself sometimes. Yeah. It's just selfishness and immaturity. Very, very selfish. Do you communicate that in a way? I deny it. I don't communicate yeah. it at all. I deny it. When they bring it up, I say, no, I'm not. I didn't do that. <laughs> I gaslight people. I'm sorry for that, too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why do I have to do this? I'm sorry. Yeah. And I know what I know what I'm doing. I just don't like being wrong. I'm sorry. I don't even think, I mean, I, I don't like the term gaslighting. No? Because you know, they can always leave. That's true. You, you know what I mean? But it's still gaslighting if you know that you're doing something and then denying it right to their mm -hmm. face. That's nuts. It's just lying. Just yes, it is lying. lying. It's giving regular old lying a whole new twist. It's like, dude, just is lying. Because it's more psychological than a, a lie. No, I think all lies are very psychological. But here, here's what I'm saying. Mm. Like, you're just lying. It, it, it's... You're lying very specifically because you want to keep doing what you're doing. Yes. And have the person stick around. Yes. A hundred percent. Right. But it would be gaslighting if like you guys had had this fight before and she'd be like, next time if you want to go hang out with your boys or whatever it is mm -hmm. that you'd rather be doing, just tell me. Right. And he doesn't say, hey, I'd rather. Be no, I don't say that. that. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll tell you. And never do it. Never do it. Yeah. Cause then Cause you're like, that's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not. yeah, like that's not fun. It's just not fun. <laughs> it makes it not yeah. as much fun to hang out with your guys. It's yeah. like, your I mean, we like, don't plan. Okay, the thing can. is, it's just not a plan. Oh, you just don't come back. Yeah. It's like you just it's, don't come home. it's a thing where it's like my friends might call me and I might be leaving work. I might be leaving the gym and they're like, "Yo, we're all at Austin's house." And I'm like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna come through." And yeah. I know if I call my girl and I'm like, mm. "I'm going to Austin," she can be like. Wait, what? I haven't seen you. Yeah, you got you yeah. don't come home and eat I, dinner with so me, you or just ignore her until oh. let her sit at home and stew. She when she texts yeah. me and say where are you at? That's when she gives me the W uh, Y A. <laughs> that's when I'm like, oh, I'm at Austin's, and she's yeah. like, well, what are you there for? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, when did that become part of the daily plan? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I got off work. Everybody, all my friends were there. I just went there. Yeah, and that's just how it goes. Yeah, it's not gaslighting. It's just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just having a good time. Right. Yeah. And I'm sorry for being a cheater. I cheated on most of y'all. I'm sorry. Do they know that? Yeah, I got caught every I'm a horrible cheater. Yeah, you're a gaslighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you sound like you're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm a horrible yeah. cheater. Always get caught. Yeah. That's what being uh, loyal in a relationship, you got to be like, all right, I guess I'll stop having fun with you. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> you need to find somebody you're willing to stop having fun with, man. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely true. That's love. All right. So that is a thank you for thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. First of all, mm -hmm. uh, that is a pelvis chakra unlocked. Mm -hmm. um, Ansley, keep it going. So this is your gut chakra. Okay. Um, how do you deal with disappointment? How do you oh. overcome disappointment? How do I overcome disappointment? I don't think I deal with it. I think I, I just, I think I internalize it, and then I just work out. <laughs> like I just, you know, like I just <laughs> push ups. Yeah, like I just, yeah. I just suck it in, and then I'm like, I'm gonna go hit the heavy bag. I don't, I don't really deal with it. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't think I deal with. It. I think I just, yeah, I just kind of internalize my disappointments and. I don't know. I don't really talk to anybody about it. I went to therapy for a little while. How'd that go? Um. My again, I'm very immature, and I and so I think that with for me therapy was like you just blame everything on my parents. I'm out of here. Yeah, mm. you know, because like uh, this isn't doing anything. I could I could sit home and be like it's their fault because they raised me. That's nothing. That's easy to do. I'm, I'm not wasting money doing this. 
So I don't think you know. Man, how long have you been a dad? That's some dad heavy dad energy. <laughs> like, were you were you a dad when you were in therapy? Yeah, I was. I, I've been a dad since I was a teenager. I've been a dad yeah, since yeah. I was seventeen. I have an eighteen year old daughter that's going to college in August. Yeah, yeah. So I think. And how old are you? Well, I'm thirty four. I'll be thirty five. Okay, August. yeah, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. That's um. You didn't want to do that math yourself. No, I did not. <laughs> Thank you for calling me out. Yeah. <laughs> but that is that's a that's a very heavy heavy dad. Like I'm not I can fucking just sit at home. I can do this myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's dad yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. Give me give me the fucking money. I'll do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I grew up with like a I got like a bunch of uncles. I have a big family. I got a bunch of uncles. You know how like older men were like in the nineties. Everything was just yo figure it out, figure it out. Yeah. Like and that's you know. So, but I guess what, uh, so then you can look at the question a different way then. Like, how do you move past failure? How do you persist past failure? Ooh, okay. Um, failure kind of drives me. When I fail at something, it makes me go harder. Like, it makes me like, and not to sound like a damn Nike commercial, but you see what I'm saying? Like, when I'm, and that's only for something that I care about. Mm-hmm. Like if I fa- if I failed at I don't know something in school it's kind of like uh, fuck school. But if I fail, like, you think I was gonna ask you what your grades were? Like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, you shot a button up a few uh, yeah. Yeah. Forward. Yeah. Before you ask my GPA, just know yeah, yeah, yeah. with some F's in there. Yeah, okay, not all the things. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> not all the things. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, if it's something I care about, I, I, failure does drive me to like try to work harder. You know, to try to figure it out or like research. And I obsess over things mm-hmm. when I fail at them. Like even relationships. There's been relationships where I failed, and are you in a relationship now? No, I'm not. Then you failed in them all. Well, yeah, I failed in every one. That's true. Or maybe they failed. It's not always my fault. I mean, it's well, most be. times it's my yeah. fault. Even yeah. if it's their fault, it's your fault too. It's that's a relationship. True. Yeah, you got to take at least fifty percent. Yeah, half of it's me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> After the last conversation, I feel like it might be all you. Yeah, yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe a little biased. Fifty-one percent of the blame. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. guess cheating isn't allowed. So yeah, so I mean, but you, so you just you just keep you push your failure. You yeah, look. and I push. I can fail at something I care about a thousand times until I figure it out. I'm a, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, there's no way I'm not going to figure. I'm going to figure out how to do it, or I'm gonna figure it out. Now, do you have? Uh, it seems like you've been doing sports for a little while. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, a sports, or even like if you're like a theater or any sort of like any organized thing? Where you can remember being the most disappointed. I, I like hearing stories about okay. that type of disappointment. Oh, hell you. yeah. Yeah. Well, not so much in sports. Like, of course, you know, you have good games, bad games, good fight, bad fight, whatever. But it never really, nothing. You know what affected me the most? I bombed at DC Improv. Oh, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. I Like, I wanted to die. Like, what made it a situation that after bombing here, in this context, you wanted to die? Because somebody was giving me an opportunity because he thought he saw me somewhere else and thought I was funny, mm-hmm. and then I just come down there, six shots of whiskey, drunk as hell on stage. How far was the drive from here to DC? Like an hour and no, like three hours, four hours, something like yeah. that. But I was already going to DC anyway for the weekend oh, with my you. girlfriend for her birthday. So you got your girlfriend in the audience. <laughs> yes, and she oh, Aww. and she said <laughs> the worst thing afterwards when I bombed. Yeah. She said, when you bomb, it looks so much worse. Because she's been to like the open mics and stuff. She's yeah. like, when you bomb, it looks so much worse than when your friends bomb. She's like, Cause at least when your friends bomb, they're just standing there like looking like they don't really care. She's like, you're doing all this animated stuff on stage and nobody's laughing at you. just like an <laughs> idiot. And I'm like, what? Damn it. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, but that's the, that's the, like kudos to her for noticing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, like a bomb, bombs are hard to watch, especially for the people that love you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? That are associated with yeah, you. Yeah, for like, sure. You, you can like distance yourself from a bomb real quick. Yeah. But she was like, nah, this is like worse. <laughs> yes. Like, all right, I see. Okay, when you do the fucking all that shit he does when they ain't laughing, it's bad. Yes, it yeah. sucks. It yeah. made her ask, why did I even think those jokes were funny? And I'm like, mm. but you've seen me. That was her first time ever seeing me bomb. I'm like, you've seen me kill with these jokes. Why are you doing this to me right now? Yeah. Like, but it's did, crazy. But, you may, but were you like, did you think, why Why did I ever think these jokes were funny? Anytime yeah. I bomb, I think that. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, anytime yeah, I bomb, yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is... This was dumb. What did I even think? Why did I write this? What's going on? Like, what's yeah. wrong with me? Am I some type of retard where I think that these things that aren't funny are funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. You Were can, you in a bad headspace? Like, what? I, I want to know why. I was now. drunk as hell. That's <laughs> oh, what it is. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. When I get drunk, I bomb. When I get too drunk, I bomb. Yeah. But I do have like a nice little like gray area where it's like the perfect amount of buzz yes yeah yeah that's what it is just a buzz yeah you get that light little buzz and you you'll you kill you ain't invent buzz no i didn't no i didn't not at all <laughs> but uh so how did you deal with that Dis- i mean because it's you know there's kind of a mechanical element to dealing with comedic disappointments but like this particular disappointment how how did you move from like this um what are you i, you, I can't figure it i didn't figure it out yet because this was no, it was in february and I mean, the one thing I did was I don't get like drunk before I go. But you on stopped stage. telling all those jokes. <laughs> oh, I, I, and broke up with yes. that girlfriend. I broke up yeah. my girl. Yep, <laughs> broke up with her. That was the first part. Yeah. And uh, I didn't stop telling. You know, what? I did stop telling those jokes. I was about to lie. Yeah. Because I would still tell those jokes at a show. I would still tell them. Yeah. I just haven't since then. And it's like, so maybe you won't tell them ever again. <laughs> but those jokes killed so many times before. I yeah. before that I hadn't bombed in like. Maybe four or five months, so mm. it had been a while before I even. And then I bombed at the DC Improv. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Sucks. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, but I'm glad you you moved through that disappointment, and I'm glad you shared all that deep disappointment about your mm-hmm. your, your chicken and everything. But yeah, thank you. That's the we'll call that a disappointment chakra unlocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. This yeah. feels good. This is the only podcast that makes you feel good while you're like I do feel like my soul is getting lighter. You know. Yeah. Nice. Well, you should have held on to that. <laughs> Anthony, let's, get, let's move to the next one. We're to the heart chakra now. Okay. So, Naeem, how do you, uh, what have you learned from grief? Ooh, from grief. To be more like, to be more like present, like to talk to people, like to be in the room. If you're there, talk to the people that's in the room. Don't be all on your phone. If you're stressed out about something else, let it go while you're around these people. Like, just be there. Like, because you don't know when that person's gonna be gone. You don't know when you're gonna be gone. Like you just gotta, and like I had a lot of people in my life that died, they got murdered or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like just, and my family's very old too. So I had like a lot of like aunts and uncles and people, my grandma, grandpa died, whatever. So it was like, and the one thing I miss about these people that I lost is just their presence. It's nothing else. Mm-hmm. You just miss being able to like joke with this person. Or you miss like, doing something embarrassing and getting to call this person like, yo, tell me why I just did this. And then they give you hell about it. Like you miss all the little things. So that's what is, that's what grief kind of taught me. Just, you know, the little things be there, be in the room. Yeah. Now, is there a particular grief situation where you had to implement that, that comes to mind? Mm, yeah. Let's think. Um, 
All right, so one of my friends killed himself, right? When I when we was in college. Mm-hmm. And he was like the happiest, most athletic, got all the girls, for sure was gonna go to the NFL. Like he was the man, the man. And I re- and that made me kinda ask people more questions and really be interested like in like how you're doing. Yeah. Like I want people to tell like if you having a problem, tell me. Let me know. Cause I, I'm not saying I can fix it. But maybe I can say something that make you laugh. Maybe I can maybe I can tell you about a problem I had that was way more way worse than yours. So you're like, oh, Naeem is an idiot that's going through that. Well, then I won't kill myself because if he's still pushing after going through all that shit, then maybe I can just, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they'll be like, man, I'm not enough of an idiot for this world. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these happy idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just happy morons walking around. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty uh, that's definitely a, it's a it's a it's a good it's a good way to approach it because um, so when you were mentioning earlier, you know you never know when you're gonna see this person like you see another mm-hmm. person you're dealing. Uh, I was just thinking, but usually if something happens, there's there are a lot of people dealing with grief, right? right? And to treat those people as if you never know when you're gonna see them again is also something that will help them in their grief. Like that well, presence. Yeah, 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 right, right, yeah. So, yeah, it yeah. plays it plays dual. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, cause you, like I said, you just don't know. We all go through stuff, but you just don't know how people are carrying it. Like, in all honesty, him, his suicide, well, now, years later, it probably was some CTE-related something. But mm-hmm. the reason for it was grades. Really? Grades, because he was about to get kicked off the football team. Grades. Oh, yeah. Like, that's nuts to, to think that, yo, an 18-year-old kid, yeah. Killed himself because he's about to get put off of a team. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, you could have got a tutor. You could have, I could have helped him. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. but so to think that that was maybe that deep for him. <laughs> what, yo? <laughs> Dude, if you're, if you're, if you're, you're failing out of school mm-hmm. and you turn to the, your periphery for help. And you got somebody that classifies themselves as an idiot. <laughs> 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 you know, oh, I you have no help now. You start to look at your squad a little bit different. Like fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, listen. I get, I get it. That that seems trivial, but also at the same time, his whole entire life, existence, and future in his mind is over. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a right. It's a heavy. I don't know. It's it's uh. That you is, get yeah. so caught up in your identity at that age. Yes. Like football was that's, his identity. Yeah, that right? was him. Yes, yeah, what you he was known see for. See yourself as anything besides that. Yeah, yeah, and then fi- and then suddenly, you're gonna have to approach the world as not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, then who are you? Right. Like who? Like who was he without that? Which to me was like, dog, you were so much more than football. You were. Right. He was funny. Everything. Like he was yeah. one of the most random people I ever met in my life. But just and hilarious. Man, I was uh, just saying this on so, so, huh, shout out show, uh, Stoner Dads. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I've done another podcast that I do with uh, Matt McCusker and Tim Butterly. But I was just saying on Stoner Dads the other day how crazy it is the irony that the moment right before you like pull the trigger to commit suicide mm-hmm. has to be the most alive you've ever felt. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. You know, it's uh, yeah. You're not what about the, that girl that uh, that was at Penn and she jumped off the top of a parking dude, garage. What? That yeah. must have been thrilling. To, to, yes, you know <laughs> what, what I mean. She and she j- was a track athlete, so like yeah. she was running fast. She what? And then yeah. just jumped off. Yeah. 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 And she, she was, died. Yeah. She did die. 
Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. That probably is fun till you hit the ground. Yeah. When I say fun, <laughs> fun's not exactly the word I would use because, uh, you know, but there, there's like a certain like adrenaline rush. For sure. You know what I mean? They're the bravest people. Yeah. The bravest, most selfish people. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's weird, right? Because you look at it, it's like, it is a brave thing to be able to do, mm-hmm. but then it's like, but they didn't quite have the bravery to to, to face, face it. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. So it's like. It's kind of a push. Yeah. As far as bravery is concerned. Yeah. But you're hurting yourself. One time I had a mole on my hand, like one of the ones that hang off, and I took a (laughs) box cutter and cut it off. It took me like four hours to cut that mole off. It took me so, I couldn't imagine actually like shooting myself or like hanging myself. That's crazy. Or the people that cut their 127 thing. hours to cut your yeah, wrist off. Yeah, yeah. That's under a boulder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Slow bleed. Yeah. Did I cut this mold off my head? <laughs> Yo. Took me forever, bro. I was like, this, every little, I'm like, ah, every little cut. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for sharing uh, the yeah. story of, your, of, you know, your, your, Dealing with grief, they really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a heart chakra unlocked. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, let's let's move it along, Ansley. So Naeem, now we're at the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. So what is a favorite lie that you have told, and you get extra karmic points if it's a lie that's still in rotation? <sighs> a lie <laughs> that's my favorite lie. My favorite lie. <laughs> oh, I love this question. Yes. I have fun. so many of them. It's fun to watch. It's fun <laughs> Which, to watch. Okay, so here, here's, what's fun. here's what's fun about this to me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of times, like, this question gets asked to people that enjoy telling lies. Right. Right? Yeah. And you're, you're, you're watching a person rack their mind trying to tell a favorite lie, but, but not one that they can't give up. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like... So, you know. Yeah. And as we see, I'm trying to think of one that's kind of embarrassing. We've had we've had people divulge. Yeah. We've, we've had people rather than like like sit there and deal with the, the turmoil of trying to like sort through a lie that they can tell. Yeah, right. With, with fun and like be, they're like, no, fuck it. This is a lie I'm telling to my wife right now. It's just like. <laughs> what? Keep yeah. clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what? So, not saying you have to do that, but I'm just saying it's probably easier. Yeah, no, it is easier. Yeah, no, it is. I saw, I, like, yeah, what's my, what's the most recent lie? My most recent lie, I think I told, ooh, I told people that, I always tell people that I stopped playing football because I got hurt and I couldn't play in college. That's not what happened. All right. I quit because I just did, I just was didn't want to do it. It had nothing to do, I, I did get hurt. But it was a torn meniscus that was healing. It didn't. It, 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 I could have came back and played, but I just didn't want to do it. So I lied and told people like, "No, the doctor said like, yo, like this is it. <laughs> Your career is over. You cannot play football ever again." That was always hilarious. Damn it! Why did I just say this on camera? When like a seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old is like, "Nah, doctor said I can never fucking play again. <laughs> never yeah. again." Yeah, said my leg will fall. Yeah, oh. I gotta get these hoes. He told me I gotta get these hoes. <laughs> I was smoking so much weed. I didn't give a fuck about football then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a that's a good that's a good lie. But that's a lot of like. Even now, when people like would ask me or my son, I I told that a lot of my son. Mm. I said, son, yeah, I stopped playing because I I tore my knee up. I couldn't play anymore. It's not true. 
Nothing about that is true. <laughs> Nothing about that is true. That's not what happened at all. Yeah. I could have played. I could have came back. Nope. I didn't want to. Too much work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. And uh, I don't think anybody's going to be upset about that, right? You can still maintain all of your relationships. Oh, no. When my son's like 20, he's going to be upset about it. When he's 20? Not my now? Son, no, no. Not now. Because it's like, uh, whatever. He's not going to see this. He'll see this when he's an adult and he Googles his dad. And, yeah. he, and then he'll see this and be like, wait, what? My whole athletic career was based on you telling me not to be a quitter. Yeah. And you quit. <laughs> and you lied to me your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I know, son. Because <laughs> right. I quit. And I lie about it. Right. I don't want you to have to lie about shit for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's good. That lie's gone now. Now you can just live a life of truth. <laughs> yeah. No, not to my son. If he yeah. asked, if, Listen, if he asks me tomorrow, I'm going to tell that lie. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. If he asks me tomorrow, I'm telling that same lie. <laughs> son, I told you already. My knee was torn up. The doctor said, there's no way in hell you can play yeah. ever again. And I had to get those hoes. The doctor said I had to get those hoes. <laughs> You're right. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Throat chakra unlocked. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. I um Hansley, keep it moving. Okay. We are to the third eye now. Okay. So um what is something that you always thought was separate, but as you've gotten older, you've learned that it's really the same? Ooh. Something that I thought was separate. But it's the same. Mm, everything. Like the universe is all just one thing. Like even souls and spirits, there's no such thing as having an individual soul. Or another. It, this is all one thing. You know how you like look at like the inside of a clock and all the gears going like this at the same time? That's what this is. It's all one thing. The past don't exist. The future don't exist. It's all right here and right now. Like everything is just one thing. Nothing separate. You ever think about somebody and you see them or some shit like that? Because it's all just one thing. This is all one thing. There is no separation between anything. The separation is just us. That's some shit that humans did. It's all just one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. eat the shit, die, go on the ground, and something eats that shit. That we all just we just all one thing. I think about that a lot. Right. Yeah. You can think about like existence and uh, consciousness is like a plasma. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a liquid even. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and we we are. Like the, like the whole, like everything is in the aquarium. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know? I like to think about that in the way that like, like you can affect, like one ripple can affect all that, right? Like yes. So like one person can affect all that, but at the same time, like sometimes you'll have no effect on it because there could yeah. be a bigger wave like right next to you. you That's know? true. And your little ripple does nothing. So yeah. it's like. Well, I didn't even really get to connect my plasma theory with <laughs> how it connects to everything <laughs> either. But all right, you want to jump in and just like steal my fucking thunder? <laughs> With it, was, it was a good theory. <laughs> yeah, it was like, Great because, theory. Because in the in the liquid, you can feel everything. Yeah. And that's what I was what I was I was very specifically uh manipulating a structure that can uh calculate for how you can think of a like you see a person, you like you think of a person and all of a sudden see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like the patterns you're feeling you're you're not uh-huh. actually thinking of the person. Yeah. You're feeling the patterns of the universe that is drawing. Like bringing them to you. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell yeah. Plasma. That's, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how that plasma works. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like I've had sex with every woman I had a dream about. Like if I knew them in real life I and had a dream don't about I don't know them. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I've had sex with every woman I had a dream. Like, like did you have a dream that you have a sex with a woman? And then I, in real life, I've had sex with them. Even if they was like just butt ass ugly and I didn't want to, it still happened. You see what I'm saying? 
It still happened. Why? I don't know. The universe did it. It's just all one thing. That's why it happened. That's how it goes, yo. Sometimes you don't got no choice of who you had sex with, bro. <laughs> That is sometimes you don't have no choice. <laughs> no choice. <laughs> that universal it. rape, dog. They yeah. fucking <laughs> made me do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what, what even chakra was that? <laughs> 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 no, but thank you. That was uh, that was a third high chakra. Thank you for sharing. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and then we uh, also too. I didn't even ask you. Do you have time to stick around for the Patreon? I can do everything, though. Okay, cool. I got a do rag and a dare tag meeting, but that can start whenever I get there. I, I noticed that about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the future don't exist, dog. I told you. Yeah, yeah. time, time, it's already there. time isn't real. <laughs> yeah. Technically, I'm already there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, so I'm there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Technically, there's just space between me actually be. Come on, man. You worried about the space between and shit? <laughs> All right. So we have uh, one question left. Ansley. Yes. Take it away. Okay. Now you're your crown chakra. Mm-hmm. So what's something? This is a two-part question. What's okay. something that you can't give up, and why? Okay. And what would giving it up mean? <sighs> Something that I can't give up. <laughs> yeah. And why? I don't want to say the thing because it sounds cheesy. But I, I don't want to say it. I say got, the thing. If it's the truth, I mean, that's what we're here for. I can't stop doing comedy. Yeah. I can't. It would crush, it would crush me. It would make me feel like the biggest... Just pussy, just worthless thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like even when you go, like like even I'm going on like a bad streak, bomb, 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 bomb. Who gets or a good streak? Doesn't matter. Whatever it is, I can't stop doing. I can't quit. Yeah. I can't quit. But what if nothing ever even comes of this? What if I'm just the guy that's 80 years old at open mics, still doing it? That's very possible. That's very very possible. But I'm still just gonna be doing it. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. <laughs> that sucks. But I still wouldn't quit even in that moment. I just would go to my open mics, do my corny jokes, and then leave. I would just be that guy. Yeah. She'd probably also have a job. <laughs> <laughs> At well, that yeah. point, maybe like look for other look for like serious stay work. Well, no, I'm always gonna have a job unless I yeah. found out figure out a way to make money off of this this thing, which okay. is a whole job in itself. So but, you know. But I mean what like what would it look like though? Picking yourself up and then moving on past comedy. I would have it would have to, it would just have to be something else that I found that was like way, like just greater to me. Like start playing college football again. <laughs> <laughs> like what I mean, what, like I mean, like what if I don't know? Like if I started, I don't know, just some new hobby. What if I started crocheting and it's like you know what i could stay in the house and crochet and get the same feeling i get from doing comedy it would have to be something like that. i would have to be replacing it with something that's just as fun and thrilling and like oh all right i can quit now because now i got this and this is way better than that yeah so maybe that's what it is i mean i just didn't find that other thing okay. that might be not saying i want to quit just saying yeah. if i had to yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean but like the whole like and again i think you I, I, the way you answered it was perfect mm. but the whole purpose of this question for us is to have a person 
imagine the world right. that is like uh, not not in disbalance after losing right. the thing. Like, what is your you know what is your now balanced reality look like? And like you said, you find yeah. a new hobby. Yeah, oh yeah, you it know? had to be it's a new a, hobby. Yeah, something that's yeah, because you know. it's uh, it's important. To, like you know, and again, like f- and and what you did, you you answered the question perfectly. But in the quest for enlightenment, it seems like it's important to be able to like let it go. Right, for sure. You know, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't like caring about anything too much. I don't like caring about things that much. I don't like, that's the scary part about having kids because you care about them more than like any, like than the air. You see what I'm saying? So that yeah. makes it scary. And then I don't like caring about stuff like this. I don't like caring about comedy that as much as I do because it's like, what is it? What am I even really doing some of these nights? Yeah. It's nice I get on stage with planned out written jokes and it goes well. It's not like I get on stage with nothing in my mind. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going bomb. And then I do well. And it's like, what am I even doing? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Normally you, when people are like, what am I even doing with my life? They don't like then describe two situations where everything went well. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know yeah, I, my bad. Yeah. It was like, what am I even doing with my life? No, no. Sometimes I write jokes and it kills. Sometimes I don't write no. jokes and that kills. Like, what the fuck? Because it's confusing. What like, is this world even? <laughs> it is. It's confusing, Sydney. Yeah. It's very. It's very confusing to go in with a plan and do well, to go in without a plan and do well, or to go in with a plan and the bomb. And then you go in without a plan and you do well. Is you never know. There's no like set formula, or maybe it is, and I just don't know it yet. Yeah, you don't know it yet. Yeah, I just don't know it. I don't know what oh, I'm. Wait, how, how long? And how long have you? And three and a half years. Yeah, you're a good stand-up comedian, by the way. I would, I would thanks. say that. I, thanks. Know, Damn, that means a lot. Um, from but you. at three and a half years, let me see. Am I allowed to tell you the secret? Huh. <laughs> Come on, yo. You can't hold back the yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah, This is ruining my life. What are you talking about? Can, can you tell me? Yeah. You can I solve mean, my problems. You're not going to tell me? I think, I, I don't know. I think there's like, you know, there's like, uh, to some degree, you're supposed to not interfere, you know, with, with like uh, the learning process. Especially when people are good. Like when people are not good, you can tell them whatever. They're going to fucking suck anyway. Yeah, you right, right, I mean? right. But when people are good, like sometimes, sometimes like, Starting to figure it out yourself is more important than having it be. Okay, in, in I get total. that. I understand that. Yep. Do you know what I mean? I get it. Yeah, I understand yeah. that part. I get that. Yeah, so three and a half years mm-hmm. and a half a year. Mm-hmm. We'll talk again. At four years, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm ethically allowed to tell you the secret. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yes. And we talk, by the way, we talk We we talk the secret all the time. Like, you can hear Tim Butterly talk. We, yeah. we, we say it all the time. It's, really? it's constantly being said. But, like, as far as, like, advice being said directly to you, it's right. like, I mean, I, it's not time yet, though. Okay. okay. I get <laughs> yeah. it. No, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it is fun to also figure things out. It is. It's cool, it's watch, it's cool yeah. watching how good you guys are, man. It's, uh, like, do you, some of the younger comedians on the scene, mm-hmm. it's really cool watching you guys figure this shit out quickly early yeah yeah you know yeah. i mean it's right. like yeah it's pretty cool so um not dude i hate the way how gay that sounds like it's like <laughs> dude it's like i sound like a long bearded master <laughs> sitting on the top of a right. mountain it's yeah. just like dude you're not ready yet but so, but you know what i mean it's, what i'm yeah. saying is like i think you'll want to figure it out yourself. yeah for sure yeah, that's it's more saying. fun figuring yeah, yeah. things out on your own yeah so that's it man how do you feel that was i podcast. feel great yeah i do feel like like yo my karma is in more balance now the biggest part of this for me, honestly, was the apology. Just saying. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The apology was the biggest part. Okay. Well, we're going to hop on the pod, uh, the Patreon. And on the Patreon, it's a similar process, but the whole purpose of the Patreon is to enlighten your shadow self. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So Hell we, just, yeah. we call it Two Jack Rose After Dark. It's a little different. Let's get it. My yeah. shadow self, what is that, like evil me? Basically. 
It's, or, or yeah. it's like the version of you that you keep in the shadows be, for whatever reason. That well, person. then that's the good me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I took I took him away. Yeah, well, man, one dollar you'll get to know the good night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've been dealing with this fucking loser over here. <laughs> yeah. So one dollar, join that Patreon, get all of our exclusive content, which includes. The counter to the podcast you're watching right now, what we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, but we also do fight commentary and analysis on all of Ansley's jujitsu matches and stuff that are on Flow Grappling and things like that, and some stand-up comedy stuff. Also, when we reach a certain amount of patrons, Ansley and I are going to get fucking tattoos. Oh. I keep forgetting to say that. Mm-hmm. We're going to get tattoos. Like Two Jack Bros tattoos? Probably chakra-related. Like, okay. Who, who, it's going to be in the world of what we do. All right. Yeah. You should go all out and just get a third eye tatted on your forehead. Just just go for it, bro. Just get that third you eye. You don't know what all out is to me. Well, you're right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That might be my all out. Yeah, that sounds like you're all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're about to hop on a Patreon right now. Thank you guys for listening. We really, really appreciate <laughs> really, really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate everything that you guys do for us. And, I mean, we'll also love it if you fucking come over and join the Patreon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... All right, we're out. See ya. Two Jack Rose.